Now it's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. It is Saturday morning, March the 16th. We're a little lost in here today. A little lost. Chris is in Las Vegas. But we're good, right? Got it all. No worries, Sep. Got it all under control in here. When Sep gets here, we'll be on cruise control. No big deal. Don't worry about Sep. He's somewhat harmless. Kind of. Oh, man. Where are you guys going fishing? It's beautiful. Beautiful weather. The fish are biting. Things are happening. Uh, whether it's the Delta or lakes, um, all kinds of stuff. I, uh, I, there's, there's some great tournaments going on, uh, this weekend, including the one event all year long that everyone always waits for. And that is the, uh, the hook, line and sinker championship, uh, from the hook, line and sinker series. So, uh, all you guys headed down to the hook. Uh, there at Russo's Marina to fish in the hook championship two days. Uh, Gene always seems to put it together on the weekend that, uh, uh, you know, fishing just bust wide open. So just, uh, just going to be fun. So definitely, uh, uh, wish you guys luck. That's going to be a, a great event. A lot of stuff coming up, uh, from, from big events coming, including the, uh, uh, chamber tournament next weekend up at Clear Lake. That's going to be uh, a lot of fun. They're going to definitely crush them up there. So uh, just got a, uh, a whole bunch of different uh, different events and, and a lot going on, including um, covering a little bit of last week. How about Bryn Ayler, Redlands, California? Uh, Ayler picking up his eighth FLW win, his fifth FLW tour victory um, on Smith Lake. Pretty cool uh, job. Picked up $125,000. Ayler, uh, final day, 14-11 wins by, oh, what do you have, like a seven-pound lead? Uh, pretty good. All spotted bass fishing. You guys are going to hear how he did it. We caught up with Brent Ayler this week, and he's uh, actually the big portion of the show today. So uh, we'll be talking to uh, Mr. Ayler, find out how uh, the whole thing went down, how he did it, how he caught him, and uh, just a little bit about the uh, the FLW Tour, what's going on with, uh, with him. Also, Cody having a great tournament back there as well. Cody Meyer finishing up in... Uh, Eighth place, so uh, great job for Cody, and and uh, happy to see, uh, happy to see his uh, his good tournament. So uh, great job um, back there as well. Several of our Western guys had good tournaments, making the cut. Uh, Justin Lucas finishing up in uh, in twentieth, just the last spot there. Uh, Lucas only one fish on the final day. Jay Yellis um, also having a, a, a top twenty finish back there. So uh, great job. Um, to Jay. Hey, it was a crazy weekend last weekend. It was, uh, man, what a heck of a crowd that showed up for the, uh, Sacramento boat show and, uh, uh, RV show. So, uh, it was pretty cool. Got, uh, I think you guys got, uh, uh, got an opportunity to get some of Mark Blanton's inventory out of Gone Fishing Marine. So that was cool. He, uh, he had a pretty good show down there, had a great display, a lot of different boats. And, um, you know what? He still got some left over, still some great deals, but, uh, also he was, he, he took some trades in. Um, so if a used boat might be in your uh, plans as well, you, uh, you don't want to uh, drag your feet on that when you want to get down there and check it out. They have uh, a bunch of, bunch of, a uh, bunch of trade in stuff, a lot of new stuff showing up, um, down there as well. How about the, uh, Sabine river? Um, man, this place, what a great, uh, what a great alternative to coming to California and, uh, going to the Delta, huh, Jerry? 
uh, man, this place, uh, if they they didn't tear it up, um, pretty tough, uh, pretty tough boating for a lot of guys, including our buddy Ike. Uh, Ike hit a log yesterday and, uh, put his cat up a tree. So that was, uh, that was, that was a bad deal for Mike. Didn't hurt anybody. Didn't really hurt his boat. Actually, they pulled it off and he fired it up and went right on fishing. So, um, I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's got a couple of new marks on the bottom of it, but what the heck? Um, yeah, this, you can just see those pictures of bassmaster.com. They're a little ugly. Uh, Todd Faircloth leading, uh, going into uh, day three. They have cut to 50. Uh, Faircloth 2615, barely over. Um, Lake Havasu, Dean Rojas. Rojas sitting in second. Got to be a frog bite somewhere from the looks of these guys that are doing well. Cliff Crochet, Cajun Baby's not afraid of uh, a little Texas swamp at all. Uh, Crochet, he can get to Louisiana from there, so he's okay. Um, Crochet in third, 25 pounds. Terry Scroggins, Big Show in fourth. Mark Davis in fifth. Ish doing well. He's in sixth place. Um, obviously, uh, Rojas and Ish in the top six. Probably a frog bite somewhere in that swamp, I would imagine. Jeff Crete in seventh. KVD had uh, second big fish yesterday. Uh, only weighed four for 12-4, but uh, KVD in eighth. Mike McClellan. And ninth, Bill Lowen rounds out the top ten. But weights are horrible, guys. I mean, just, yeah, the day one, four pounds had you in the top 50. Uh, Skeet yesterday, well, day one, Skeet had nine one, five for nine one. He was pretty happy about that. Yesterday, Skeet weighs one for three six. Nice fish. Uh, he's sitting in 33rd, well inside the cut. So, uh, 1214, Gary Klein in 30th. Uh, you know, you just kind of go down the list. This is the story of the, of the day yesterday. John Murray, day one, 85 miles away from the launch ramp, has motor issues. Um, can't get back. Has to get a ride back. Um, so once you leave your boat, obviously, d- game over. Murdoch uh, takes a ride back and zeros, takes the zero weight on day one. Not a way he wanted to start the year off. Yesterday comes back five for fourteen ten weighs uh, like the second heaviest bag of the day, third heaviest bag of the day, something like that. And uh, Murray moves into twenty third, makes the cut, picks up at least ten thousand. We know that, so uh, good job to Murr. So uh, that was kind of cool for uh, Fred Romanis, the seventeenth. Freddie having a good tournament as well. Um, he's doing uh, he's doing good back there. And you know, kind of going down the list, the rough story, uh, the rough the rough story was one ounce, one ounce. Chris Zaldane falls to 51st. Zaldane does not pick up the uh, $10,000 check. So uh, tough one. Zaldane, first guy out. Lintner, five spots out in 55th, 811. Horrible weights. I mean, the the, the number of guys, uh, elite series guys that blanked on day two and, and uh, didn't catch any fish. And, um, you know, five pounds, four and five pounds for two days. Did Bass research this place or what? I mean, really? Come on, you guys. Uh you don't send the best anglers out in the world and have them catch five pounds. And, uh, you know, boy, that makes all of us want to travel to Orange, Texas on vacation and go fish the Sabine River, doesn't it? Next week, it'll all be forgotten about. No worries, because they're going to Falcon and it's going to be, um, a crush fest. They're going to just, they're going to catch them big time. So, um, we know how that, we know how that works out. Hey guys, I want you to mark your calendar. Uh, party, our big media day is coming up the 7th of April. We're going to be, uh, down there. A great list of pros already, uh, on tap coming down to, uh, hang out, go fishing with us. So, uh, not to mention Taylor Parsons, probably the best fisherman on the lake, former FLW co-angler, angler of the year. Um, Taylor's going to uh, be hanging out with us down there as long, as well as, Oh man, Greg Gutierrez, uh, uh, Jeff Michaels is coming down. 
Um, Jimmy Reese is coming down to hang out with us. We've got a whole lineup of guys that are uh, going to be fishing with us. And the top outdoor writers uh, from all kinds of websites and magazines. Bassmaster Magazine, Brian Sack will be there. Daniel Sullivan from Advanced Angler. The guys from Tackle Tour will be there. WesternBass.com's coming. Fishing it for one bass. Western Outdoor News. Um, and Bassin Magazine trying to get the California Sportsman's guys down uh, as well. Um, Joel Shangle in the crew. So we're going to have a, a great lineup of uh, of writers and pros on the water. Party Lake, April the 7th, Sunday. Fishing's going to be good. And we invite you to just come down and hang out with us. That's kind of what uh, the idea is, is you guys can hang out on the docks, hang out at the ramp, and uh, bring your boat down and uh, follow along, see what we're doing. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. But uh, definitely put it on your uh, schedule. Party Lake, uh, Media Day, April 7th, Sunday. Come down and hang out with us. Hey, for our fin- friends that are catching us on our uh, on our uh, archive shows or catching us on the live stream uh, down in the uh, Southern Cal area, going to be hanging out next week in San Diego at the Del Mar Fred Hall Show. Going to get an opportunity to uh, be there all week, Thursday through Sunday. We'll be uh, down in the Angler's Marine booth uh, along with the Mercury Power Tritons and uh, on the tank same time every day, uh, 3.15. So uh, we'll be on the tank every day as well. So I uh, look forward to seeing everybody. Have not done Del Mar in a long time, and that will kind of... Uh uh, that'll kind of wrap up my show season. Um, at least got a couple other things going on. Uh, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be at Fisherman's Warehouse the end of the month on, uh, what is that? Friday and Saturday, I think. We'll be there for Okuma Days. So, uh, got a couple of events planned, uh, around here. And Tuesday night, guys, don't forget, uh, our Ultimate Bash University coming to Gone Fishing Marine. And you know what? We're going to the back deck. We're going to the back deck Tuesday. Um, got an opportunity to put together, uh, Dan Louie from Calusa, and he's uh, last year our EverStart uh, co-angler, angler of the year. How about this? Four top ten finishes in a row. Uh, and then he goes on to the EverStart Championship on the Washita River and uh, wins that from the back deck as well. So uh, what better opportunity to get you guys all lined out from uh, fishing in the back, what to do uh, when we're fishing, uh, you know, and whether you're in a team tournament or draw tournament or uh, uh, fishing one of the uh, the EverStart tournaments. Nobody better to hear from than the guy who's uh, won the Angler of the Year and won the championship. So it's great to get Dan uh, hanging out. He's going to be checking in with us today as well. Guys, we're going to buy a little time this morning, going to uh, jump into a set of breaks, and when we come back, we are going to be uh, hanging out. With a member of the $2 million club from FLW Outdoors. Last week's winner on the FLW Tour from Redlands, California. Be hanging out with the Keystone Light Pro, Brent Ayler. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hey, guys, our friends at High's Tackle Box in San Francisco. 
They're always looking for the new stuff, the latest, the greatest, everything that you need for bass fishing. They've got it all from rods and reels, hard baits, soft baits, all the hard-to-find swim baits, Alabama rigs, uh, crankbaits, topwater, everything. They've got it. Uh, Highest Tackle Box, your Bay Area Bass Fishing Headquarters. Sure, you can order it online at HighestTackleBoxShop.com, and they'll send it right to you, but they invite you to stop by and visit their store, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco, to see their wide selection of rods, reels, baits, tackle, and everything you need for fishing, including, including that special eight-bait Alabama rig that they've been talking so much about down there. So stop by and visit our friends at High's Tackle Box in South San Francisco, your Bay Area Bass Fishing Headquarters. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek, silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel-efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory-direct, non-declining five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250 horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk Report. Brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc Talk. Hey guys, what a lot of people consider the uh, the biggest team tournament of the year is coming up next weekend uh, out of Canoc Vista Casino, and it is the 26th annual Clear Lake. Uh, man, it's had a lot of different names. Used to be called the Record B. Uh, used to be called the North Lake Ford Tournament, the Holder Ford Tournament. Uh, now they are just calling it the uh, the Clear Lake Chamber Tournament. Uh, but Canoc Vista Casino is going to be the host, and uh, it's going to be next weekend, Saturday, Sunday, March 23rd, 24th. Uh, the annual Clear Lake Team Bass Tournament and uh, Lake County Chamber. Putting it on, it is going to be a great event. A lot of big fish caught and uh, usually about the biggest field that we see up there so you guys can get uh, uh, get signed up. If you fished the tournament already in the past, they uh, have mailed out all of the entry forms. But if not, um, no worries. You guys can still sign up walk in uh, they can do uh, everything right there uh, Saturday morning, Friday night. You can get uh, signed up as well. So um, make sure you can... Uh, Emailed applications, actually, they'll take until 3.30. But uh, you guys can get all the information, including the uh, the uh, sign-up form at the uh, Clear Lake Chamber, and that's uh, lakeportchamber.com. Not Clear Lake, but lakeportchamber.com. And uh, you guys can get all the information. Get up there and fish uh, the biggest team tournament of the year coming next weekend to Clear Lake, the annual Chamber of Commerce Tournament. 
Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake is one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Ken Brown. Hey, last week, the West got to dust off another little spot on the trophy case for another Western Angler Championship FLW Tour. This guy, he's got his own shelf now, the way it's going on the West trophy case. Uh, boy, he whacked him. Led wire to wire last week at uh, Lou Smith Lake. Our old buddy from Redlands, California, the Keystone Light Pro, Brent Ayler. It's so weird to not see you in the National Guard boat, buddy. <laughs> it's different, isn't it? It is totally different. You know, we bought into the National Guard thing, you know. They're recruiting the youth. Dude, you're not old enough to buy Keystone Light. <laughs> oh, come on. You'd get carded. Enough. You'd get carded <laughs> at Walmart. Uh, I actually, I don't even remember last time I did get carded, to be honest with you. It's kind of, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like insult now, is what it is. Uh, it's, it's becoming an insult. Uh, now I'm starting to feel old. Well, you're leading the points in the FLW Tour. Two events, uh, two events, and you're one point away from perfection. Second of Lake Okeechobee, you kind of got that monkey off your back, turned around, and uh, led this one wire to wire. Uh, is it too early to start talking about Angler of the Year? You know, it, it is, and uh, it's kind of a been there, done that thing already. I mean, I've, I've led it several times already. And, and lost not, my point. Uh, and lost my point. Yeah. You know, lost by a little bit. Um, you know, I've, I've lost by point. I've lost by 13 points. And I've lost by, you know, 12 points. So, you know, it's been really close. And, you know, to talk about it now, like you said, it's very early. And, you know, People are going crazy talking about it, but to be honest with you, it's early. And like I said, I've been there, I've done that, I've led it, and I've lost it. So right now, it's just a you know matter of just basically taking one term at a time. And if the end of the season happens and and I'm up there on the top, then then we'll start talking. Well, well, let's talk about one thing that they I haven't heard anybody mention from last yeah. week. You, you you made it over the two million dollar FLW career. <laughs> I did. I yeah, did over that's two million. That's true. So, very true. <laughs> and uh, and that's pretty cool. And and you're at your you know very early in your career. Obviously, you're you're nowhere near looking at retirement or uh, looking at being done. But uh, two two million seventy five thousand dollars. So uh, yeah, the hundred and twenty five thousand last week took you uh, took you over the two million mark in FLW. Can't be very many guys in that category. You know, I, I haven't heard, I know there's a couple guys up there, but, you know, just to, you know, be up there in that, that class, you know, to, to break that two million mark. I remember, you know, that first million mark of being really excited and it was just, it couldn't happen, you know, fast enough. And then, you know, now to have it happen, it kind of snuck up on me the, for the, for the two million. And, you know, it's such a cool thing to do and, you know, it just shows the, the payouts of FLW are crazy to, to be able to do that. And, in, you know, eight, nine years that I've done it in, so it's just really a lot of fun. Well, we're going to talk about how you did it last week, but um, heard the interview with our friends at 
uh, Bass Talk Live, the Bass Zone, the other day. Uh, yeah. Did an interview with them today, and uh, and and a question came up, and uh, and I told everybody that if they'd tune in, that I'd ask the question. Uh, you made an announcement. You, you said that you were going to um, fish the Central Opens. I, I am fishing the Central Opens. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, that's what I'm planning on doing. I, uh, you know, we have six tour events with FLW. And I just needed to pick up a few more tournaments, and and the the, the carrot kind of in front of me of the chance of qualifying for the classic is what drove me to fish the Central Open. Is that what you're and, looking at, Brent? Are you looking at like Jason Christie did, winning your in, uh, go to the classic? Uh, do you yeah. have Do you have any thoughts of being a two tour pro like some of the guys are doing? You know, if if I get to that bridge, I'll think about crossing it. But uh, you know, there's there's a chance that that I could do both. There, there is a chance, and. Uh, you know, if I qualify and the schedule's fit and uh, sponsorship works out, then that's something I'll look into, uh, you know, doing both. You know, there's a couple guys that are doing it right now, and mm-hmm. there's not many FLW guys that are doing, you know, bass. In fact, I think Jason's probably the only guy. And, you know, what if the schedules allow it next year and I qualify, then I would seriously have to think about it. There you go. The guys wanted to know. Is Aylor just trying to do winning your in? Is he looking at being a two tour pro? Uh, where's it where's it qual where's it follow? What's he doing? Why is he going to the Central Opens? So, uh, that was that was the big question, man. That was uh, Yeah, yeah. Winning in is my first goal. And then uh, you know, the second one we'll we'll think about that one when when we get to that bridge. Does uh does winning your in have a little more um is it is, are are you looking to because it's a Gunnersville next year? Um, you know, I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, I love Gunnersville that time of year, though. Um, you know, there uh, we fished there with an FLW tour event several years ago. And I had an absolute blast. In fact, I missed the uh, top ten cut by I think eight ounces, and I had a big trainer the first day. I had, I had twenty some pounds the first day. I had fifteen the second day, and on the second day, I lost an eight and two fours and weighed in, you know, two two pounders. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I missed the cut by eight ounces, so I really had a good shot at, at actually even leading that tournament. I wouldn't have won for it smashed them in that deal and won it, but, you know, just to be in the hunt, to be in that top ten was really a lot of fun. I, I love fishing there that time of year, just no question. So, um, But, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. You know, the, the win in the end deal I don't really like. I'd rather be uh, – I'd rather have a spot based on consistency, but – you never know. You never know when you can win one. You can have a bad season and win one and still make the classic. So, you know, that would be pretty cool. So it's definitely something uh, something that you're thinking about and and uh, something that you're uh, that you're uh, in in your in your sights down the road, obviously, and and, uh, and looking sure. at doing that. For sure. I've, I've never fished a classic. It was just something I'd like to do. Let's talk about Smith Lake, man. Let's talk about uh, the performance last week. Um, you caught fish. You, 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 you went against the book, dude. You caught fish on a spot that you didn't catch fish in practice. What made you go back to it? How do you make a decision of, I didn't catch them here in practice, but this is a spot they should live on. And um, you, you, You're making things really hard for the average guy to figure out here, dude. Well, it, it, you know, it was pretty simple. I, uh, I, I use Humbert Electronics, and... On that spot, I saw the fish swimming down there in the trees, you know, on my graph. I can actually see the fish on my meter. And, you know, to me, everything was right. I could have sworn they were, they were bass down there. Um, again, until you catch one, you don't know for sure. But I saw them there. Everything was right. It had the right depth break. It was right near a point, right next to the main channel. 
had brush piles down there. Everything said that they were bass. I saw a bunch of them swimming on the graph. I could not catch them. I waypointed it and, you know, came back in the tournament. In fact, I passed it and made a U-turn to come back to it because it was just one of those things. It was about 11 o'clock in the day. And I go, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and stop and look at this real quick. I figured it would take me five, ten minutes to just look at it. I might as well burn a few minutes. And in those five or ten minutes that I stopped, I caught a three, a three-and-a-half, and a four-and-a-half, you know, and, and pulled the troll motor with them swimming everywhere on, on my Hummer. So, you know, it was just something that uh, it looked right. I saw the fish there. You know, it was the, the structure, everything looked right. Had I not seen the fish swimming around, I would not have waypointed. I would not have come back. Did you pull off to save the fish, or did you pull off to not get caught on that spot? No, I pulled off to save them. I mean, I, I, I caught, at that point, I already had a three-pounder before I got there, mm-hmm. and then I caught three more over three pounds. I mean, I had 16 pounds at that point, and I, I knew that, you know, my day was really, really strong, and I wanted to save them. I did not want to catch a three-pounder and even call. You know, I had my smallest one was a pound and a half. I didn't want to call, you know, that because I figured it, you know, that could be a three pounds of total weight tomorrow instead of a pound and a half of raw weight. So I just, I, I ran away from them as fast as I could. What about I, calling on top of the spot like that that you're fishing? I mean, do you, do you do it? Do you not do it? Do you try to move off of where you're fishing before you call or, or will you call oh, right back on top of where you're at? No, I, I never think about that when When I have the right one in the boat and the the wrong one needs to go back to the lake, I don't ever worry about where I put it. I just make sure it goes over the side. (laughs) Before Um, you make another cast. (laughs) I don't don't think that, uh, you know, I I, I never thought about that ever hurting a spot or doing anything different to it. I just, you know, wanted to hurry up and get back down there because, man, when I I caught those first couple of them, I could see them swimming everywhere down there. I mean, there was a bunch, and every one of them was over three pounds, so... It was one of those things where I couldn't get back in the water fast enough. Okay, so you made it tough enough on us by explaining this whole psalm on my depth finder. Knew they were bass, didn't catch any, went back. But now you got to go and do it on a weightless Cinco on the bottom, not moving it, just barely shaking it, and, and, and barely moving it, and he's fishing to eat it. And uh, uh, not only are you fishing a wacky rig Cinco, but you're fishing it in a brush pile. Yep. What is yeah. That? I mean, you know, most of us would have just spent most of our time sitting on our butts in the compartment lid retying. <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh, I started using a hook. They just came out with, I think, last year, and it's that weedless split-shot draw-shot hook that the Gamagatsu makes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I fish a wacky rig a lot in the past, and I've used a lot of other hooks. And even with the weed guards on there, it just seems like you lose a lot of setups. You lose a lot of rigs. You break off a lot. There's something about that hook that I was able to fish right in the middle of the brush piles and I might just fish right in the middle of those things like you would a Texas rig and I could get it right through and come out. I mean, I still lost a few, but I'm telling you right now, I I mean, it had to have been, you know, better than half, you know, the amount of break-offs that I had in the past. So, you know, that hook was crucial to getting it down there. I mean, I could feel my line right over those limbs. I could feel it sitting right in the middle of the brush pile and I could sit there and shake it, shake it, shake it. When I got sick of it, it be in that one spot I can pull it right up, you know, a limb, feel it hit the limb, pull it right over the limb, and let it free fall down and just start doing the whole thing over again. So, you know, it really was was a, an advantage having that hook. Now, you weren't uh, you weren't fishing a nail weight in the nose or anything like that? Um, I did it here and there, but, you know, a lot of stuff, uh, the, the fish were on the break, and some of those breaks were only in about 15 feet of water. And, you know, for the first three days of the tournament, we had calm weather. I didn't need it to get down there quick. I think that the slow fall allowed those fish to float up a little bit more and, and see that thing 
out there, just wiggles the whole time it's falling. And on a spinning rod set up like that, you know, I was running 12-pound Sunline to 8-pound uh, Sunline Sniper fluorocarbon leader. It falls pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I should get it down there on the bottom. These fish took convincing to bite. I think they needed that fall to get excited to watch it come down to them, pass them, go down to the bottom, and then let me sit there and shake it in one spot for a long time. You really had to convince them to bite. And I think that that slow movement, or the slow fall with a lot of movement was really the key to getting those fish to bite. Exactly. Well, no surprise in that tournament that there were other Western anglers, um, you know, in the top, in the top, that, that made the cut. Um, you know, from from Cody to uh, uh, Lucas, Jay Gellis, and, uh, and 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 I think any time that we're dealing with spotted bass, man, if you're not taking Brent Ayler and Cody Meyer on your fantasy fishing team, something's probably wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've been fortunate. Cody, for sure, that guy, you know, he just knows knows that stuff. You know, growing up, uh, you know, up there by Shasta and Oldville, mm-hmm. you know, fishing those lakes. I mean, he knows exactly what to do. I mean, it's a guarantee he's going to make the cut. Um, for me, I mean, I don't really know spotted bass all that well, and I've only fished Shasta twice, I think, and I think I fished Oroville once. So, really, I, I fish more spotted bass lakes back east than I have out west. So, you know, I'm just lucky just to be on a reservoir. I think I just know how to kind of pattern fish a little bit better on a, on a, you know, a man-made reservoir than I do on a natural lake. So, starting I think that's my advantage. Yeah, starting to figure out. Hey, can you hold on to the break? Of course. All right, guys. We're with Brent Ayler, last week's champion in the FLW Tour, and I think it's time we take a little pro tip. Now, the ultimate hey guys, bass pro tip of the week, brought to you by Gone Fishing Marine and Nitro Boats. The pros know, whether you're on the tournament trail or out with the family, the last thing you want to worry about is your equipment. Your mercury-powered Nitro and Gone Fishing Marine see to it that you'll get there and back without a second thought. With Nitro's rollback to 1999 prices and top 100 dealer Gone Fishing Marine at your back, you'll get better bang for the buck than anyone else on the water. Now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey, guys, pro tip of the week. Well, it's uh, that time. It's uh, Ultimate Bass University coming Tuesday night. Gone Fishing Marine, 6.30. Free seminar. No reason not to bring your fishing buddy. When the fish are biting as good as they are right now, uh, what a great opportunity to come down and hang out with us. And uh, we're uh, we're going to the back deck. We're going to uh, we're gonna have the FLW Everstart Series. Uh, Co-angler, angler of the year from 2012. God, it's right in the hunt again in, in uh, 2013. And uh, the co-angler champion from the Everstart Championship on the Washita River. He crushed them last year. Just uh, won everything he went to. Four top ten finishes uh, at all four events. He had a great year last year. So we're uh, we're happy to have Calusa's Dan Louie hanging out with us and uh, going to be talking about fishing from the back deck and uh, and everything you need to know about uh, getting out there and uh, and catching them uh, from the back deck. What you need to be doing to uh, improve your prove your hookups from uh, no matter who you're fishing behind, the best guys or uh, or your team partners. So come down, hang out with a 6:30 free seminar. Um, come down and uh, see all the cool stuff gone fishing marine. Make sure you uh, allow a little time for the tackle department. Play with some new electronics, or uh, maybe just wander the yard. You might be a new boat folly at home. So we'll see you down there Tuesday night. Ultima Bash University, 6:30. 
Your pro tip this week comes from marine industry certified dealer Gone Fish and Marine, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro and bass tracker boats. From the aluminum Pro 16 to the Bassmaster winning Z9, they have the right boat for your budget. With Gone Fishing's huge selection of the latest baits, rods, and reels, cutting-edge electronics, and a Mercury Premier Service Department at the ready, you get more time on the water and more fish in the boat. Visit them off I-80 in Dixon or online at gfmarine.com. Gone Fish and Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Nitro Boats. Tournament tested, professionally proven. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Fradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hi everyone, Kent Brown from Ultimate Bass. I want to introduce you to an accessory that I have on my bass boat that everyone needs. The Moto Stop Motor Support is designed for two and four stroke outboards made by Mercury, Yamaha, and Honda. The Moto Stop is made from 6061 aluminum and the bushings and pads are a durable polyurethane. The Moto Stop slides over the trim rods of your motor and secures it in place while towing. Old style motor supports damage your gear case and connect your outboard directly to your trailer, causing unnecessary jarring and wear. The Moto Stop eliminates this completely. Available at leading boat dealers and online at moto-stops.com. Add the Moto Stop motor support to your bass boat's outboard and never look back. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you will find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back. FLW Tour leading the points race. Uh, he's only made $160,000 in 30 days. I think I need a loan. Our old buddy Brent Aaron. Send money, would you? Uh, yeah, very fortunate. Have you, had any, have you had anybody call for a loan yet? That's what I want to know. No, no, not yet. No family members that uh, you haven't talked to in 10 years? Nothing like that? No, no. But I tell you what, I, I live in California, so I have about 20 million dependents underneath me that uh, <laughs> are going to get their check in April. So don't worry. They'll, they'll be fine. No worries. No worries. All right. Well, that uh, that works. That works. All right. Well, you, uh, you're you back in California, and uh, you got an opportunity to uh, – uh, you got home from winning, and what you do? First thing you did was go fishing. I did. I, I went saltwater fishing yesterday. I really had a blast. It was uh, – Rick Grover invited me to go. Rick is the uh, ang- the owner of Anglers Marine, which is in Anaheim, and uh, his friend uh, Kevin Gross is actually used to be a pitcher for uh, the Dodgers several years ago. We went in his boat, and we went out, and, man, we caught so many rock cod. It was an absolute bat blast. I mean, 
it was uh, really a lot of fun. It was good to get a different break like that from just the traditional bass fishing. I really haven't done anything other than bass fishing for a couple of years. So it was nice to go out and do something different. And uh, I'm excited. I'm about ready to go out and clean some of the fillets and, and uh, make some fish tacos tonight. So I'm, I'm excited. There you go. Did you catch more than Rick? You know, I don't really know. I uh, we had three limits. That's all I know. So that's how that works out. Yes, he does. As competitive as Ayler is, he knows exactly how many he caught. Trust me. I'll tell you what. I will tell you this. I don't know who caught the most, but Rick did catch the biggest one. There's no doubt about that. He did you hand the rod off to him? <laughs> no, he did it all on his own. <laughs> I was standing right next to him when he blew up on that one. I knew it was a big one. Well, I'm going to be with uh, those boys all week next week in San Diego at the Del Mar Show. Actually, hanging out in the Anglers Marine Booth uh, Triton Mercury uh, display. So we'll be uh, we'll be hanging out there trying to help them down there as uh, as well as their uh, their Ranger display and all the other stuff we'll do at the uh, at the Del Mar Show. So it uh, it'll be kind awesome. of fun. Hey, let's let's talk a little bit. Um, everyone was worried about you last year, man. I mean, uh, 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 the, the tragic accident at the time uh, at the uh, at the at the championship, and um, you know, you kind of everyone was worried about you, and and, and the fact that uh, is Ayler going to be okay? And I mean, that was everyone's big concern: is uh, is Brent going to be okay? And and obviously you are, and uh, and something that you had to deal with and shake yeah. off and 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 go forward. For for sure, you know, it was definitely a. Uh it was a major, you know, event that happened in my life, and it was something that uh, it definitely did take a toll on me. And I realize now how much it actually did. And you know, at the time, I didn't really think it, it played a role in, in uh, you know, my my mental ability or just everything in my physical ability. Um, you know, even to this day, I still have quite a bit of pain in my ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know when it's going to go away. It's it it has to be soon. Is all I know. I mean, it's been eight nine months now. And, I just can't imagine that it's going to keep hurting, but uh, I still have the pain there. Um, you know, it it, uh, it was a tragic accident, and you know, something that uh, really played heavily on on you know mentally and physically. So, well, I think anyone that knew you knew that uh, knew that it, it was maybe playing a bigger part than you even knew. Um, you know, because I mean, when, when we would talk to you, I mean, I know I talked to you. Okay, yeah, you want to do an interview? Ah, but I'm going to pass, and, and you've never passed. You know what I mean? You've yeah. never not been available. So there were uh, a lot of you, a lot of us that call you a friend, and that are you know that know you well. Um, that were worried about you. You know, that glad to see yeah. you kind of back and uh, uh, and going forward. Hey, let's talk to the co-anglers because that's where you came from, man. You you didn't you didn't uh, you didn't jump right up on the pony into the boat you came from the back seat and uh, I did I did I, uh, I I fished AAA for two years uh, on the one bass circuit out west here uh, I actually started fishing in the Point Seekers Bass Club which is a bass club in Riverside and then jumped on the you know one bass circuit as a, as a co-angler and then I did that for two years and then uh, and then I jumped up started fishing as a boater um, you know after my second year so right uh, I did start, I think one bass is a great learning platform, you know, having the shared weight as a co-angler, I think is a, is an amazing concept because it really is a good learning platform. You know, you get up onto the, you know, FLW status and you get fishing the tour, ever start that kind of stuff. When you get on the tour level, you know, these guys are doing this stuff for a living and, you know, it's one of those things where a co-angler gets in the boat and essentially when they catch a fish, it could potentially be hurting the, the pro up front make a living. Mm-hmm. And it's not really a great learning platform. I mean, believe me, it is. I mean, you can learn so much on there, but at the same time, 
when you go and fish one bass tournament like that. Uh, in fact, I remember the first championship I fished, I fished with Art Berry. Mm-hmm. And I knew him a little bit, and this was uh, my first year as fishing a, a co-angler. And I remember meeting Art at the, at the, at the meeting the night before, and he goes, man, he goes, just bring your rods tomorrow. Don't bring any baits. Don't bring any line. He goes, if you have a line on those rods, strip it all off. He goes, I want you to throw everything that I have because I just want you to have all the right stuff. And, you know, I showed up in the morning and, and Art sat down and restrung all my rods and handed me five baits and said, man, just tie all these on and this is what we're going to do. And, you know, we're fishing this as a team tournament. And, and that's such a cool thing to do to have a pro you know, help you and make sure that you're going to catch fish because really it helps them. If you see and a guy in the FLW uh, in the first couple of days of the event as co-anglers, um, you know, really making mistakes, really not doing what they need to be doing to catch them, do you, do you say anything? You know, I, I definitely do. Um, you know, I, I, I tell them, hey, maybe you should do this, try and catch one. You know, a lot of times they'll ask, you know, what should I be doing? And, mm-hmm. and I'll tell them. And, uh, you know, the, the, the problem that we run into, and it's kind of funny because you, we have a lot of guys that get very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And really they, they fish, you know, cast for cast with me up front, which is, which is not right. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, I say it's not right because, you know, believe me, they have every right to catch fish and be there. But at the same time, they're there for, the, for fun. And, you know, I'm there to, you know, feed my son. Mm-hmm. And, it leads to, you know, us not being as open to helping them catch fish. Exactly. The guy that works with you and cooperates probably will get a little more information and a little well, more help than the guy who doesn't. Not, not only that, I can, I can tell you one thing right now for sure. I have never been outfished by a guy that's fishing in front of me, not once. Mm-hmm. I have never been outfished by the guy once that does exactly what I'm doing. The guy that always outfishes me, and I've fished enough of these over the years. I've, I've been fishing this style of format since '03. Mm-hmm. I have only been outfished by the guy that I never see once all day long. He's the guy that sits in the back. He casts behind the boat. He casts out deep water behind me. He does something completely different. If I'm throwing that Sanko and he's throwing a drop shot, he, he can outfish me. You know, if I'm throwing a crankbait up front, and he's dragging a worm behind the boat, he can beat me. The guy is not going to beat me by casting up in front of me right now. And I, uh, if this is not just something I'm saying to stop the guy from casting up there. This is something I can say from over experience of, you know, 10 years of fishing in that style of format. I get beat by the guy that fishes out of the back of the boat. Right. And he fishes his own way. He does his own thing. And he never wants to, anything to hurt me. That's the guy that beats me. And, you know, a good person to ask about that is Justin Lucas. Right. You know, he, you know, started his career by fishing as a co-angler, and he did that. He fished out of the back of the boat. He did his own thing, and he beat just about every one of his pros. Absolutely, and and still, um, still doing a great job off uh, off the bow of the boat as well. Hey, let's, uh, you know, you did the uh, the Bass Talk Live interview, and uh, and on Monday uh, they were actually just coming back from uh, from being hacked. Uh, their their whole website had been hacked, and uh, um, you know. I, I, you know, I, I see the pictures of you, and I, I hear the interviews, and and, I, and, I, uh, and the public, you know, they watched you on Major League Fishing, and, and, and everybody just takes a step back, and they say, what what a nice guy Brent Ayler is. Uh, have you have you ever hacked anybody, Brent? <laughs> Not that I know of. Really? I might have, I might have done something with a, a microcorder that uh, 
someone mistakenly left on the table, you know, for interview stuff for a radio show. I'm not positive about that. For our listeners, I just want you to know that uh, that, that this 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 young professional, clean cut, always on his game, always so personable, always so great with the fans, and uh, got a hold of my video recorder at Bassathon a few years back, folks, and and uh, and and left and and left just just a message that couldn't be aired. Uh, and all, all I was. say is you, you created an opportunity. That was your fault. That was completely your fault. You, but, but I thought I could trust. I thought I could trust Brent Ayler. You know, <laughs> I don't trust Brett Height. I don't trust Ish Monroe. I definitely don't trust Skeet Reese. But yeah, Brent Ayler? I thought I saw a tape recorder sitting on the on the counter. And I looked around. No one standing there. And I just a light bulb went off my head. I said, I have to do something. I <laughs> have to. It was at that point that I realized Brent Ayler and I are pretty good friends. <laughs> and no, I'm not going to tell you guys what he said, okay? Because, well, we can't. We'd be on the dump button. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it almost made it to Thank the end. Thank goodness for delay. Yeah, thank goodness for, uh, for, for delay. And it almost made it. Uh, almost made it. Hey, man, let's, let's, uh, let's step away from fishing for a minute. And uh, uh, the big thing in your life, man, let's, uh, let's talk about your son, Ollie. Man, he uh, he is so fun right now. He's uh, he's right at 20 months, so he's you know in between that year and a half, uh, two years, mm-hmm. two years old. And I mean, he is so fun right now. He's talking so much, it's crazy. I mean, he's he's not you know putting full sentence putting full sentences together, but he uh, he can comprehend almost anything and he can repeat almost anything. And he's an absolute blast right now. I mean, he tries to make you laugh. I mean, he's fun to be around. And I'm telling you, it's been one of the best experiences I've ever not one of them, I'm telling you, is the best experience I've ever had in my life. That's awesome. And uh, uh, tougher to go on the road now, bud? It's so hard to go on the road. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I get videos and pictures and stuff while I'm gone. I'm telling you, it's just, I ache inside when I'm at a tournament and he's not there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a, definitely a cool part. And uh, uh, how, how long do you put a fishing rod in his hand? Pretty soon, you know. I'm I'm thinking this summer when uh, when it starts to warm up a little bit, I'll get him in the boat more. And yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the attention span to to pick up a rod yet. But you know, getting the boat and getting him involved, getting him running around that ranger, I think he's going to have an absolute blast. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll have fun with it. Hey, let's talk about the rest of the year, man. Um, you you got to be excited about two things: Beaver Lake and its track record with Western fishermen. You know. The funny thing is that I really don't enjoy fishing Beaver Lake. I think it's a, a strange lake, and I'm kind of just, I'm sick of fishing. I'm sick of seeing the same stuff. I'm sick of going to the same areas every tournament. Um, I mean, it's one of the things where uh, there's so many areas on that lake that I fish and never catch anything, but I continue to go back and fish them because I know the day that I don't go to it because they're not, you know, every time I've been there in the past, they don't bite. Someone's going to win the tournament in that area. And I'm just forced to go over and over and over and just fish some of these same spots over again. And um, My track record has just been so-so there. It hasn't ever really, you know, it's not like a Lake Mead or something. You know, if I go to Lake Mead, I, I know that I'm going to have a good shot at being in that top, top 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just understand the way the lake, you know, runs. I understand the way the fish relate to cover, and I understand where those fish live. At Beaver Lake, it just seems like it changes every year, and I just don't have that solid understanding yet. Uh, you fall at Grand Lake. Are you are you are you good with those coming up? You know, I think I'm okay. I uh, I've never been to Eufaula. I, I know absolutely nothing about it. I, I've never been to Grand Lake either. But did you watch the, the Classic? I have not watched the Classic yet. Um, 
I, uh, I just, I think that I'll like Grand Lake. I think that I'll like that time of year there. Right. Um, but again, you never know. I, I'm excited about going to, you know, a couple fresh lakes. You know, Eufaula and Grand both. But I think we're going to go to Eufaula at a tough time of year. I think it's kind of one of those downswings. Um, you know, fishing wise, just not one of the best places to be right now. So I'm probably the least excited about Grand, or sorry, about you uh, follow up. I think uh, I'm pretty excited about going to Grand. I think it's going to be a really fun tournament. And uh, and Chickamauga, how about that? That's going to wrap up the season. That one, uh, that one could be a big one. It could be. You know, that one, same thing. I think that the fishing is going to be very good there. Um, I know there's a lot of reports going around about a 40 some pound stringer that was caught there this last weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of big fish that live there. You know, we're going there at a time of year where those fish should be schooled up uh, fairly decent. The thing that's interesting about that is that uh, even though it's a Tennessee River chain, it's going to be one of those lakes where you're just assuming they're going to be on the ledges like they do at Kentucky Lake. Um, I think there's enough grass in that place that it could be like your Gunnersville where a guy could make the top ten no problem fishing shallow and fishing in the grass. And, uh, you know, a mix. You're going to have a mix of shallow guys and a mix of deep guys. So it's really, I'm hoping it spreads the field out. I'm hoping that people move around and do a lot of different things and, you know, hopefully it won't have as much pressure on some of the key stuff. There you go. And, and, uh, going to be fun to watch this year and, uh, your website, brennaylor.com. They can follow along. Uh, you got a great website and, uh, you'll be part of Major League Fishing. And, and I think you, uh, I think you picked up a huge fan base with that first Major League Fishing, uh, show out of Amistad that you walked away the winner of. I think, uh, um, I think all the BASS guys, uh, they knew about, but a lot of the, uh, a lot of the fishing fans out there, uh, really got their first, uh, chance to meet you at, with Major League Fishing which is a pretty cool deal. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Hey, if you're looking for the most exciting advancements in real technology, then look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the Superlight Helios and Komodo Baitcasting Reel. Dollar for dollar, they stand alone against all others. Hey, if you're looking for a spinning reel, then look no further than the Okuma Trio high-speed spinning reel. With a 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve, it is the fastest moving spinning reel on the market. Hey, don't forget, coming up the 29th and 30th at all four Fisherman's Warehouse locations, it's Okuma Days. The Okuma Pro Staff will be there answering questions in all the stores Friday and Saturday, and we're going to have the full lineup. Special deals, special pricing, and uh, rods, reels. Stop by and check it out. Fisherman's Warehouse Okuma Days, coming up March 29th and 30th. Gone Fishing Marine's line of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. New for 2013, Triton's full XS line. Super versatile bass boats built to fish tough, but priced for the weekend warrior. But buying is just the beginning. When you're part of Gone Fishing's Triton family, you're in Triton Gold contingency money and qualify for special rebate and discount programs. There's money everywhere. It's up to you to cash in. Gone Fishing's expert rigging department is ready to customize your dream bass boat. They stock the latest products, know exactly what to recommend, and how to install to optimize your angling experience. Off I-80 in Dixon, Gone Fishing Marine, Triton Boats, and Mercury Outboards bring you Ultimate Bass University. 
the third Tuesday of every month. For more info, go to gfmarine.com. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the mother load, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store, as well as newly remodeled coffee shop, has everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casino's just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Party Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to admit to it right now. Um, I have been uh, I've been really remiss in having this guy on the show, and and I've been uh, I've been you know what I I need to get him on the show, and then another week goes by, and another week goes by, and another week goes by, but we uh, we've got him on the show, and uh, and we're gonna make him busy for uh, for a little bit. He's uh, he's our he's our speaker Tuesday night at uh, Ultimate Bash University. Dan Louie, uh, last year he was our uh, our angler of the year, the FLW EverStart Series co angler side, and uh, and also went. Back to the Washita River and won the uh, EverStart Series Championship. He's right in the hunt of it. He's in the top ten uh, in 2013 as well at the halfway point. Uh, joining this morning, uh, I guess the phones do work in Calusa at this time of morning. Is <laughs> Dad Louie? Good morning, Bud. What's going on? Oh, not a lot. You, uh, you know, you're halfway to Clear Lake the way I look at it. Why aren't you headed over there this morning? You know, I'm asking myself that the same thing. Uh, <laughs> You're you're halfway there, man. You're right there on Highway 20. You could be in the water in an hour at Clear Lake. You realize that? Well, I know if I go a little bit faster, I can be there in 45 minutes. That's only if Mark Crutcher's working, bud. <laughs> if Crutcher's not working, you got to go the speed limit, you know? Yeah, that's true too. Uh, the tickets they just they're too expensive these days. Exactly. Hey, man, we're looking forward to getting you not only to uh, Ultima Bash University, but uh, getting you down to meet a bunch of the outdoor riders and a bunch of the guys at uh, at our uh, media day at Party on April seventh. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of give you a little exposure in the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Hey, have you have you done many seminars up there in Calusa? I've never done a seminar in my life. Perfect. That's why I've got you coming to Ultimate Bash University. I won't leave you to. I won't leave you to. You know, I won't leave you to get ran over, buddy. Don't worry about that. We'll uh, we'll get through it. But it's going to be fun to actually give the guys some tips and and uh, kind of help them from the back seat. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. 
what you know what are some of the guys doing out here that are uh whether they're fishing a club tournament fishing a team tournament with their buddy or fishing the ever starts like you are what are a few of the things that the guys on the back deck need to do i mean you, you know you listen to Ayler's interview and he talks about you know hey guys need to be doing their own thing and give some advice to the guys that are you know fishing on the back deck uh one of the best bits of advice I could probably give a co-angler or just a team tournament partner or something is uh, trust your gear. I mean, you don't have to sit there and stare at your rod all day. Mm-hmm. See what your partner or your pro's doing. Right. Look where he's, look where he's casting. You know, don't don't try to go and match him cast for cast because it's not going to work out. Uh, you know, just pick apart your lanes. Try to pick apart what he's not hitting sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if he's fishing shallow, try deep. Mm-hmm. If he's going deep, try shallow. Is there a bait that uh, you kind of go to that that's carried you through uh, the past couple years? Well, I can't say it's exactly one bait. Um, you know, I really like chatter baits, crank baits. Uh, it's bass fishing. I mean, there's not just one lure that works. Right. That's the great thing about this sport. I can't say it's just one lure. Uh, you know, everywhere we go in FLW or whatever whatever lake I go to fish, it seems like one lure is just not 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 the answer. Um, you can use so many different lures and so many different colors. So I've got a power fishing co-angler. That, that really normally doesn't work, does it? It depends on where you're at, I guess. Uh, yeah. In a place like Clear Lake, you know, it, it's it's pretty forgiving. You know, there's a vast area that you can catch fish in. It's not, you know, kind of like the Delta. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably the to me is the funnest stop as far as FLW goes on the west. But it's probably also the toughest as a co angler. Uh, it's it, it's a different challenge than most lakes. You know, you got the tidal influence and then the grass and and you know it seems like the co-anglers uh at the delta always seem to catch giants you know they always seem to catch some of the bigger ones actually and uh uh in the the for the whole year it seems like the co-anglers get get a lot of big fish down at uh, at the delta and i think yeah. may's going to be that way you know for sure when we get down there yeah i think so too um the great thing about the delta which is one of the reasons that it's so fun is any cast on any part of that structure of water can yeah. can be over ten pounds. I mean, they're just they're not just in one area. Yeah, I had uh, I had uh, Roy Desmangles do that to me, you know, from the back deck. Well, actually, yeah. he he didn't ease up on me either, dude. He did a ten and a seven back to back. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I think he's done that to a couple people. <laughs> yeah, well, at least he won when he did it with me. He didn't finish second, so I was proud of him for that. So, Well, guys, it's going to be fun. Tuesday night at uh, Ultimate Bass University, Gone Fish and Marine, 630. Uh, we're going to be hanging out with Dan Louie from Calusa and, and, and get a chance to kind of talk about fishing from the back deck and talking about, uh, you know, what you should be doing, whether you're fishing Berryessa, Folsom, you know, Oroville, Shasta, or going to Clear Lake in the Delta. And, and it is two different uh, two different techniques and two different ways. Buddy, I look forward to Tuesday night. We'll, uh, we'll hang out down there we'll see you about six uh at uh at uh gone fishing marine in dixon and come on down to free seminar guys so come down and join him and uh we'll uh we'll talk about fishing from the back deck hey i appreciate you getting up so early you're up you might as well go fishing 
I, I think I'm gonna. I got the Sacramento River right here. I'm gonna go hit it. There you go, man. Not a bad idea. It might even catch a striper if you're not careful. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not very far off. They should be here. Yeah, they should be. Dan Louie, guys, our uh, EverStart Series Angler of the Year, EverStart Co-Angler Champion at the EverStart Championship, and uh, going to be fun to hang out with him Tuesday night, Ultimate Bass University. Bud, we'll see you then. Okay. All right, man. You going to uh, take us out? What are we going to do? You're pressing all the buttons. You're running this ship in there, big dog. Is it, is that is that the out music? Are we done? That's it. We got to turn it over to Sep. All right. How cool was it to hang out with? Uh, how cool was it to hang out with Brent Aigler, Man, he's uh, he's an incredible fisherman. We'll see you guys uh, Tuesday night. Ultimate Bass From University. Bass in lakes to large mouth of the Delta. Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson at California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the...